welcome, welcome back to Bright Black with Tiro, where we shed light and grow. Our discussion in this episode is dedicated to new and curious fortune tellers. Click on the links below for related journals, helpful videos, and articles. As always, you turn the wheel of fortune in your own life, so you're going to let your own intuition be the foremost leading guide. Let's begin. So as we continue to discuss our oracle decks that we have in hand and to getting to know them better as new beginners or new users of a divination system, I thought it would be quite fine for us to take a moment out and become familiar with things that we often see. And so in the following weeks, we're going to be talking about symbols. We're going to be talking about common things that we see around us that have meaning, and we're going to be talking about its incorporation into other divinatory systems such as Gypsy Witch, uh, Oracle decks, and so forth, even the Tarot and some of the symbolism that we'll see there. Right now, though, I thought it would be good for us to have an overview of the four elements or the four different things that we see in Oracle decks. We often see cards, right? Like the playing cards, symbols that are used in playing cards. Now, the playing cards actually have been derived from divinatory systems. And so therein, you'll see the similar similarities in some of the imagery of those implanted in playing cards. So for example, you'll you'll see hearts, you'll see diamonds, you'll see clubs, and you will see spades. What does all of this mean? Is it the same in an oracle deck that you would see in a tarot deck? The answer to that is it is not. So for example, some might liken the spades group to the swords group in tarot. That is not accurate, in my humble opinion. Not accurate at all. Spades are a, an element on to themselves, actually. And so if you think about a spade, what is a spade? In the oracle decks, the spade has its true meaning there. A spade is not used as a sword. A spade is used in gardening right? Some even liking it to a cousin or best, you know, thought upon as a shovel. However, the difference between a spade and a shovel is that spades are where, where shovels are used for digging up, breaking apart, lifting up the soil, like scooping it and then moving loose materials. Spades are best for cutting into the soil, cutting into sod. It's used for edging. It's used for digging uh, trenches and anything that requires a sharp, straight edge, but its purpose is for beautification. Its purpose is to bring about peace. Its purpose is to bring about something that brings harmony, that brings a good feeling, that brings beauty into the world. And so in the divination system, when you see spades, you're going to be thinking goodness and beauty peace and harmony, that sort of thing. So anything that causes a good feeling and that causes beauty to be implanted into the world. It talks about its effort at, at its underlying root. It's talking about the effort that gets put in. It, it has focus. It has direction similar to swords, but its purpose and its underlying current is completely different. Okay, it is not used as it would be in tarot. In tarot, swords are used to self-protect. In oracle, spades, which is a gardening tool, is used to beautify. Okay, it is not used to protect. 
It is not used to in inflict harm if necessary. No, it is used to cause a beautification and it has that direction. That's why it has that edge and it has this curvature because what it's doing is it's curving. It's edging and curving, right? It's helping to dig a ditch. And so when you're using gardening tools, you're going to be thinking about how can I make the world beautiful? How can I go at obtaining my purpose in, in, in a way that is beautiful or that will result in something being beautiful? And so when you are thinking in the Oracle decks and you bring those things out and you bring out, let's say, the Jack of Spades, the Jack of Spades is going to go after seeking a mate or go after someone that they are, you know, in, in romance, how do they attract a mate? They do it in a way that is beautiful. They do it in a way that causes their mate to look at something that is nice, that is attractive, that is beautiful, right? They even put on their appearance in a beautiful way, such as like flowers would, gardening, right? You could think gardening, and so that's one aspect that you could be thinking of. Um, and now what would this be associated? What element would that be associated with? Well, you know, that is a mixed bag. And we'll, we're going to be able to talk about that when we get into an Oracle deck in the coming weeks. So stay tuned for that. The heart suit is going to be related to relationships. It's going to be related to things that are close to one's heart, right? And so we're talking about that inner beauty, not that external beauty, the same way you would with a spade or a gardening tool. You're going to be looking at what is close to one's heart or what makes one feel loved, okay, or express love in some fashion. Um, diamonds, however, are your more of your suit where we're talking about the value of things. We're talking about its worth. And so, you know, when you think diamonds, you're going to be thinking something that is precious, something that has perhaps sentimental value or material value worth. You're going to be thinking money. You're going to be thinking um, something that perhaps could even be priceless, right? So that that is the difference there. And then lastly, we have clubs. Now we come to that feeling of protect or inflict harm. So, you know, as they say, in order to have peace, you must prepare for war. That is your clubs. Okay. Your clubs. Now, some would say that is that likened to the wands in the tarot? I I would I would say not. I mean there are some similarities with some cards in particular that might cross over especially if you feel like you have to stand your ground such as the um you know such as the 7 the 7 or the 8 of wands you know where you feel like you're standing your ground and you have a, a sense of preparedness that might actually be, you know, a particular card that might have some connection. But as a suit in and of itself, I would not link it to Tarot. These are different cards. These are different divination systems. Wands um, are different from a club. Okay? And so when you have a club in hand, you're ready. Okay, the wand, however, in Tarot is, is like the walking stick. When you're on a journey and you have a purpose that is related to your ambition, that is related to your soul's desire to accomplish, 
That is not so when it comes to a club. You hold the club in the hand, you're ready for it. You're ready for some action. Or if somebody else is ready, you're going to have it for them. And so there is a difference. So, for example, the jack of clubs. How does the jack of clubs go about getting love, right? The same as we talked about with the jack of spades. The jack of spades goes after the, the person that they're interested in in a way that is beautifying. That is not the case with the jack of clubs. The jack of clubs will go after the person they're attracted to in a very aggressive way. They have a club in hand. They're ready to beat this person over the head, drag them back, okay? You got to watch this person. <laughs> they're not coming at it in a way that's subtle. They're very bold. They're very aggressive. They're out in your face with it. Dare I say they're ready. They, they have a side of their personality where you have to watch it because they can get angry easily. There are things to be watched there. Okay. Um, and so, you know, we're talking about a person that would take action, a person that would, is very forward. Now, how does that link with the cards that are associated with them? Because oftentimes you'll see these, um, you'll see the playing cards, right? These playing cards, you'll see images of them in things like Lenormand. You'll see them in Kipper. You'll see them in Gypsy Witch. You may even see them in the Ramoni decks, the Gypsy Ramoni decks. There are different types of um, playing or oracle systems that reflect playing cards in their corner. How does that? How does this correspond with the card itself in that group? Well, you're going to stay tuned for that because we're going to take some of these decks one by one, examine each of the cards, and I'm going to tell you, I'm going to share some thoughts with you about the basic meaning of these, of these cards, but I'm going to incorporate some tips and tricks on how to take a look at the playing cards in the corner and incorporate the meaning of those things um, into the meaning of the cards and what your intuition may be picking up on, especially when you use some of these oracle decks um, that are not necessarily giving you more information on who. Your Kipper deck will give you information on who, and certainly oracle decks can give you descriptions on who, but those playing cards, those playing cards are your signal for people, okay? So we're going to talk about some of that, and we're going to get into depth with those. So I just wanted to share some of this information with you and hope that you'll be able to stay tuned as we go through some of these things. Again, we're going to be covering symbolism as well, so you'll stay tuned for that. We're going to talk about things like what does the bear mean? When you see it, you know, when, when, or when you see ladders, when you see other types of uh, imagery, like female or male um, parts or organs, things like in-depth things, in-depth things, um, more information on what you see about clouds, bodies of water, um, tools that are used every, every day, cooking tools even. What does it see? What does it mean when you see a bed? You know, a bed that someone lies in, a cup, not necessarily the cup that you see in Tarot, but different types of cups, apothecary dishes, all kinds of things, all kinds of things. What does it mean when you see a bird? What do certain flowers mean? For example, you see a lily or you see a dandelion. What is the difference? Okay, what is the difference in that? Um, when you see different stars, what, what does that mean? Not just the star card. But stars, not 
one star, but stars. What does that really mean? So there's a wealth of information there, and I want to be able to share that with you, okay? And so I'm asking you to stay tuned, and I'm so glad that you were able to join me. Thank you for joining me here at Bright Blackwood Tarot, where we shed light and grow. Now be sure to click on those links below. There are journals, tips, and tools for the new and curious. Now, if you have any comments, questions, or concerns, you know what to do. You're going to leave a comment below, or you're going to email me at brightblackwood at gmail.com, or you're going to go to brightblackwood.com, and you'll either book a reading there. There's also, uh, just for fortune tellers, you can do a reading for yourself, and if you want a second eye, there is a link to something called a fortune teller's consultation, and so you can book a session there. There are also blogs and videos, like how-to videos. Videos for those who are new. And uh, yeah, until next time, take care.